Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Smoke on the water. Fire in the sky. Blood on the field. It's a special kind of Quizzo Trivia podcast, folks. Did you I finally miss- get some sleep last night? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I got less than normal. I finally got some sleep. I think since we've been to New Orleans. I'm what? not built for keeping secrets. That's like not oh, my, that is not my you, thing. Man. Sitting I've in been- this very seat week after week after week, not being able to talk about any of this has been probably the most difficult part of it. Well, it's over now. It's over now. Welcome How long to Atlantic ago was City. It? What episode on this show? Because we've been tracking it since I think it was like episode maybe well, five or six. No, you know, you know, I would say almost to the day or the month that we started the podcast, we started the soccer. It was, it was both a, of the spring. So. Yeah, but it was like maybe episode five or six. It, it, it was I in mentioned that range. it fleetingly yeah. on the air and said... Oh, by the way, we just did this. I have to go back and look at exactly what it is. But uh, if you're a loyal listener to the Quizzo Trivia podcast, well, we, you definitely did say we did this. We were working on this. Yeah, well, I said we, we, we started working we started on it right around. Right, that. right, right. right, right. I, I officially right. announced it for some stupid reason, as if that was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like that meant anything <laughs> to anybody right. at the time. I have begun discussing this <laughs> with going, my partner. Right, I haven't. <laughs> I, I do not even – I am not even aware of the number of forms that are now going to be coming my way to fill out. And had I known – if somebody was like, all right, here's the deal, okay? You can have a minor league soccer team, but you're going to have to fill out 933 <laughs> right. forms to do it. I, I, would, I would compare it to somebody who's been to, like, Disney World, and you come back, and you're like, I'm not waiting in line <laughs> no matter <laughs> for anything for, like, six months. That's where you're at with form filling. I – I'm never filling out another form as long as I live. I cannot stand filling out forms. I can't even tell you how Dude, many the, of them. The paperwork that this country is bogged down on itself Ooh. based on uh, legal things, Don't insurance like things. Forms, things. I mean, it is just I – mean, we're killing ourselves with paperwork. All right. I'll set the stage. So some of you probably like maybe you're tuning in. Maybe you have no idea what we're talking about. You're lost. You came in midway. Long time ago, Nick and I decided. Uh, maybe this was not that long ago. What seven months? At say, this point okay. seven months. Seven months ago, we decided. How is it that Atlantic City, New Jersey, a world famous city, folks, a world famous city, a city known to everybody, even if they think it's Atlanta. A lot of people think Atlanta's on a beach, and, and they have a little bit of confusion. They know there's casinos. They don't know the difference, but that's fine. Well, I'm trying that's to think worldwide. if I ever ran into somebody who was like, "Yeah, I've been to Atlanta." But I, I had a couple okay. people that have given us shout outs to Atlanta United and it's not our team. Uh, and so you don't know in New Jersey. <laughs> right. OK. So for the, for those of you who are internationally, we are in southern New Jersey, two hours south of New York City, one hour south east of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we sit in a beautiful uh, area called Atlantic County, the jewel of New Jersey with lush oceanfront property. Marvelous breakfasts, pinelands, the, the best breakfasts you'll ever eat in your entire life. <laughs> you the best food. Oh, the much. food is incredible. I, I would rival our food almost anywhere. Yeah, there's there's nothing like it. And we have you know eight operating casinos that have virtually everything in them. And one of those casinos is the Tropicana Hotel and Casino. 
And inside the Tropicana, for those of you who have never been there, there's an area called the Quarter, which is designed to look like the French Quarter, which I happen to like, but it does not look like the French Quarter, but that's fine. Um, which is good for the Tropicana. It, it is. <laughs> better for the Tropicana. It's what the French Quarter should aspire to, quite frankly. Right, exactly. Um, you need to redo the French Quarter. But there's like 24 the restaurants and 26 shops. And uh, the uh, basics uh, of that are that uh, Tropicana has come on as the primary sponsor of Atlantic City Football Club, a front-of-kit sponsorship that uh, initially goes three years. So it gives us three years to make sure that we make this team a home run on all fronts. And um, they are probably – to say their generosity is is overwhelming when it comes to this endeavor, I can't even state that enough. They're housing the players at the Chelsea Hotel, a luxury boutique hotel on the beach. Uh, a lot of these guys who are playing in this league around the are like three to a room in, you know, somebody's basement. Uh, it's not pretty. Oof. So I, I, I don't know. That's what I'm telling them. At least that's what I'm telling them. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of coming to them, coming to me. You don't go find out. You have at, it. at the very least, like you know, dorm rooms with not air conditioning and and just it it isn't it isn't this place. Um, and and they're giving us the ability to turn this uh, thing into a juggernaut, and that's what we plan on doing. So we have ourselves a uh, equivalent of a single A if you went by the minor league baseball structure. But for those of you who don't understand uh, soccer, it's a whole different world than anything you're used to. In yeah, there's major league soccer, and then there's minor league soccer. Right, that's really all you got to know. Soccer. There's a whole lot of different types of minor league soccer, but it's all minor league soccer. And there's either MLS or minor league soccer, and there's like, I don't know, uh, four major leagues of minor league soccer. That's a contradictory. I feel like four it's going to be hard to wait the next five months before we actually get the to play. play you know, we'll yeah. start tryouts. We're going to have open tryouts. We're going to go to the coaching conference in January in Philadelphia. There's a lot to do. It's like you know? when your team gets knocked out of the NFL. Season right, and you you're like you got season. that weight, you yeah, know. And it's like now yeah. that it's here, and I'm like, but now oh, step by step, can't wait to a, get on the it's field. It's a big process. We got supporters coming online every single day. Sign up, folks. AtlanticCityFC.com. Season tickets are less than a single ticket to a Yankee game. With my dad, <laughs> so found that out by the way, dude. Eighty dollars a ticket for my dad's Yankee tickets. Yeah, season seventy-seven dollars. Right. So got you seven home games, eleven dollars each. We're donating a dollar from every ticket to youth soccer. Uh, in the Atlanta County area, it's an initiative we're going to carry for the life of our team, uh, and hopefully uh, it leads to tremendous things uh, in this area. And be sure to join our social media campaign because uh, Detroit FC is already on us. Oh my God, they're tearing <laughs> us apart. We used a, a one or two second clip. From we didn't the, use anything. We, the, the, the league, league sent us a video. Yeah, I the mean, league sent us a you do realize video. you are part of a league, right? <laughs> right. So the league—it's like the Pistons going, in, "Yo, yeah. why are you showing that that footage against uh, the?" Yeah, yeah. We're an expansion team. We weren't claiming that was <laughs> that was our team. We're, we're an expansion team. We haven't played a game yet. I love them. I love Get them. Get after them. I told him I was going to donate a, a season ticket to. Uh, to youth charity as in their name, you know, for being so feisty. But they're just going to get on anybody. That's what they oh, do. That's what they do. That's, that's what, what they, they do. Say. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's impressive. <laughs> the whole thing's very impressive. So, you know, we... Um, There's definitely some synergy between Atlantic City and Detroit. No question. Right? No because it's like one of those places that, you know, you travel outside Atlantic City and you hear all the woes of what's going on. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, the Tropicana doesn't have an empty room. That's and right. It's like, 90% yeah. occupancy yeah. in April. Keep thinking that we're, uh, you know, in the toilet down here. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> meanwhile, 
Uh, Detroit Stainway suburbs are beautiful. There's like <laughs> exactly, you know, thriving but, industry. Right, plenty people of stuff here in Detroit are just like, oh, it's literally falling into the ground. Yeah, well, there's areas. Meanwhile, they're drawing five thousand people. Eight thousand. Eight thousand people. They sold out the side. stadium. They got them. They raised a million dollars to renovate that stadium in a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're doing all right. In Detroit. They've been around since 2013, but they built the juggernaut and like you know. I'm not coming for Detroit City FC because they're not in our division. <laughs> like I have no interest in starting a war with them because those people. Will well, find right, us. we'd have to win the Northeast before we even get sure, to get to there. Sure, I mean they're they're a dangerous club and they're very good and they've got huge recruiting prowess. Uh, Michigan State, Indiana schools that are right there in that neighborhood, you know. So uh, they're they're a tough team to beat, and uh, we got to focus on the Keystone Division, which is the division we're in. It's got eight other teams in them. They are the uh, Westchester Soccer Club, Westchester United SC. Uh, we have a derby against uh, Weston. Now, here's the thing. I drives me crazy because the word is derby, right? Spelled derby, right? But in the English, for some reason, they've started pronouncing it derby. So the Manchester derby, everybody says derby, but it's spelled derby. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm on the I fence. mean, the English like, definitely have some words. That we have. Schedule. <laughs> Schedule. But I'm saying, like, what do I do? Do I call it the derby because that's – the word I'm looking at, or do I do I just pretend that E's an A and call it a Darby? I don't know. I think you call it a Darby. Okay, it's so a Darby, then, right? So that's what they we, call it. Yeah, that's what they call it. So, so we just because it's spelled differently, you you call it what it's called. So we have established four Darbies, Nick. Okay, can everything can't be a Darby, right? If every single game was a Darby, then there'd be no point. It's called it. a game, right? Not a Darby. <laughs> it's called a game. But we got four of them. Now, one of them is one that we don't know how often we'll get to play because it's at a conference. But the other three are in conference. Uh, and two of them are against teams that are out of our little division. So that's helpful. Right. So we play Mammoth twice a year. Correct. And that is going to be called the War. The War at the Shore. At the shore. Okay. And, and we're going for the Driftwood Cup. That's okay. going to be the trophy. And what we're going to do is find the finest piece of driftwood in Atlantic City and the finest oh, piece man. of driftwood on the beach in Mammoth. And create a hell of a trophy like antler horns. Because I think my aunt and uncle have a pretty nice piece of driftwood. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know go. if they're using it currently. I, I think I, I'm telling you, it was a really nice piece. I think they hung it above their fireplace. That's and what it I'm was saying. like a mantle. I mean, it was a really nice piece of driftwood. Well, that's what but I'm talking about. They recently renovated, so let's see if I can rustle up. See if I can rustle up some driftwood. So, so that's the that's the real big one. And we're starting our season. Our first game ever is going to be against FC Mammoth um, on the road. Yes. So, Ready to take on the challenge and bring our boys up there and, and see what they got. Uh, Rumson Fairhaven High School, I think is where they're playing their game. So that's where we'll be in Monmouth County, New Jersey. And uh, there's a lot of talk online wow, about Wow, that's in Rumson, huh? Yeah, there's a that's lot. That's a nice area. You know who lives in Rumson? Well, I don't know if that's the area or that's the name of the high school. I have no I'm idea. Do you know who lives in Rumson? I don't. The boss. Well, that's what I was going to say. There's got to be something there with the boss. If we had a tournament of all the amateur teams in New Jersey and like, you know, the battle for the boss cup or something like that. And just like a likeness of Bruce Springsteen on top of a huge trophy. <laughs> I think that would mean more to us than these kids, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, it would mean a lot to me. <laughs> I can tell you that. I'd be fighting for that piece of trophy. So, we, but we have four trophies created, right? So that's one. Uh, the second is against the Junior Lone Stars FC who play in Philadelphia. That's the Ben Franklin Derby. And uh, that is uh, the. Uh, Oh, bu- 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 the Liberty Cup. Okay. And the uh, Copa de Libertades. So in Spanish, we got like a, put a Spanish flavor on the. Copa de Libertades. Am I going to have to learn how to speak li- Spanish? Yeah, you probably should. Um, I, I'm going to need help. Don't they have a translator, like, the, like a device that just translates? It's stuff? coming. Okay. I want it to like sit right that. outside of your mouth and you just say something. <laughs> no one hears you, but then it spits out like perfect Spanish. 
That'd be good. Um, the Commodore Barry Derby against Westchester United Soccer Club, and that is the battle for the uh, the battle for the mutiny on the Bounty Cup. We have a beautiful statuette of the HMS Bounty, and uh, we are simply referring to that game as mutiny. And, right. that, and that is the goal. The goal against Westchester, it is City versus United, and it is Mutiny. And uh, that's what we're going for there. Uh, we got teams like Electric City Shock. I love their branding. They're in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hershey FC in Chocolate Country. There's been talk about the uh, Yeah, speaking of you know, this is a trivia podcast, I wonder how many people knew that Scranton was nicknamed Electric City. Cause well, now you do. I've been through there many times and didn't know it was Electric, Electric City. Electric City, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And, of course, Hershey, home of Hershey Park. And uh, yeah, they play at Hershey, uh, Hershey Stadium. High which, uh, no, do they play at Hershey? No, they Hershey play at the stadium, school. don't they? No, they play at Hershey High School. Oh, do they? Yep. So <clears throat> they're, I think, in talks of building something new. I know that he was uh, very focused on what the minimums are going to be for the league because they wanted to build a new stadium. Yeah, Westchester has their own stadium. Yeah. So that's that's going to be impressive. And then you got uh, FC Motown, and uh, somebody suggested that our name be the. Uh, um, uh, the Taylor Roll Derby, right? So the pork roll versus Taylor Ham battle. So I kinda, <laughs> I, I kind of like that. The Taylor, but it's roll Taylor Ham up there. I, I remember right. this from like when you and I just even yeah, first yeah, uh, started there, pork roll down You call there. it Taylor Ham, and we call it pork roll. Yeah, because it's the brand. It's just the brand is Taylor, right? So yeah. it's a matter of if you refer to it based on the brand you're always used to seeing or the actual product. The product. Right. Kleenex so. versus tissues. <laughs> right. So Xerox versus so somebody copies. I thought was very clever with that. I like that idea, but they can't all be a derby. We don't play FC Motown uh, home and away every year, so uh, we'll just keep that at a game. It's just going to be a game. I like them though. You know, Morristown, New Jersey, real close to where I grew up in Livingston, and they're playing at Drew University. So don't hate that. Uh, and that'll be an interesting game. They come to us, I think, this year, uh-huh. uh, possibly on my birthday. I don't know, uh-huh. something like that. So uh, that's a look inside the NPSL's Keystone Division, home of Atlantic City Football Club. The defending champs are Copa. New Jersey out Copa. Of home Dell. Dell. Yep. And, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know about minor league soccer, it's very grassroots. Buxmont, the Buxmont Torch, Bucks County. Yep. Forgot Buxmont Torch. Absolutely. Of course. Um, if you don't know about uh, soccer, basically, it's uh, like the Cape Cod League, single A baseball. You have the top college players in the country that. Uh, work to get in these teams and to showcase their skills for the MLS uh, Super Draft, which happens in January. Uh, players also use it as a platform to pick up on USL contracts. Uh, that's a growing league with over 30 teams as well. So you think about the major leagues at uh, 22 expanding to 26 underneath that. You've got another 30 teams that all have professional rosters. Sure. So it's a lot of opportunity for these uh, these guys to get noticed and, and to play. And um uh, we're excited because we're the only sports team in Atlantic City. I want to make a personal plea to Las Vegas Lights, the brand new team in Las Vegas, to let's get a rivalry going, guys. I mean, come on. Atlantic City and Vegas have never played in anything meaningful ever. And we have so much in common in terms of shared history. and Hopefully even more know. in common. Yeah, Soon. it's like that's the, that's the Rat Pack Cup. <laughs> right? I mean, they were both all over here. Yeah. So, we can work on it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want the word rat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start it off with uh, first question for you on a holiday edition of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick, uh, we're done talking about soccer for the moment. Uh, holiday edition of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. What is Clark Griswold's middle name or initial? Okay. Right. Initial? Initial. I was going to say, did you just get me on a Griswold? It's definitely W. 
It's Clark W. Griswold. Yes. What does the W stand for? Uh, man. Do you know? I believe I do. Is it mentioned? I, I don't know. It might be one of those things that's never even mentioned. Oh, no. It's mentioned? Oh, yeah. Is it mentioned like in the Vegas one? Nope. But it's beautiful. Clark. It's it's the best W name you could have possibly had, for especially <laughs> for Clark Griswold. Uh, man, that All right. Makes it even t- Walter? No, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Okay. Let's see if you can come up with this. One of my favorite scenes in any of them was National Lampoon's European Vacation. All right. This is probably one of the ones I'm the weakest at. All right. Clark goes to visit relatives in a particular country, and he screws up the language and ends up going to the wrong house and okay. spends, like, overnight with the family in a particular country. Right. So if you could get that country, the name is native... Is the country Germany? Yes. Right. So I remember this, but Clark Wilhelm. Wilhelm. <laughs> yes, Clark Wilhelm Griswold. Everybody, <laughs> is that the best middle name? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So throw one back at me, and we'll move on. All right. I've got something that's holiday related. Did you see what Christmas song is under attack? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. love. I love this. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite. It might be my second favorite. I don't know. Maybe third. was one of Top, them a t- sex one of my abuser? Yeah. Well, no. It's uh, the whole song is about date rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What a cheerful holiday, <laughs> baby! It's cold outside. Yeah, basically. It, 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 like, she's yeah, pretty much just trying to leave, yeah, and he's like, "Please get me a no, but no. just a half a drink more." Yeah, let me just let me just convince you to stay here. It was like cute, and she's like, "What? Well, what will the neighbors say?" Oh, they'll never know. Yeah. Oh yeah, my mother will start to worry. Like, did you see the? You see what it looks like out there? Stay it's over. a terrible song. Now that I think about it, oh, it's a great song. They're, they're, no, it's a great song. Oh, it's travesty. That woman just wants to get out of the house with Uber. Well, I think that- with Uber, that song ends in a single line. Before we did this, I actually went through the lines to see if there's any. Really Actual offensive that, it's stuff. not. It's she wants to stay. She's trying she's to trying like, to play it coy. Exactly. Yeah, I'm aware. Exactly. We all are. It's, it's that's com- ridiculous. That song is completely mutual. <laughs> <laughs> I went through line by line. Who is Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer's father, Nick? Oh my gosh, <sighs> man! Shout out to my I dad who made it for out. that thing last yesterday. That press conference. That was nice to see. So thought this was a good one. Yeah, yeah there's a moment. Your dad, his, his do, do, wife, do. your daughter. Yeah, uh, I think I know this, and if I'm wrong, I, I might punch something. <laughs> Dasher, Donner. Ah! ah, son of a Dasher. All right, what are you gonna do? It's one of the others. The lag lights. The lag lights. <laughs> What I, what do you got? I got a cut. These are all gems. I'm gonna have a, a tough time getting out of this round alone. I mean, I got just I got so much stuff that's so wonderful. All right, I gotta bail on uh, Christmas and go elsewhere here. I'm just sticking to Christmas. Yeah, that's fine. This whole time. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna rotate a little bit. Going with my theme. Did you see the most expensive house ever sold? Just happened recently. Three hundred million dollars. So I will ask you the trivia behind this is in what country? Was the most expensive house ever sold? The United States. The Chateau Louis the Fourteenth, a fifty thousand square foot palace near Versailles, in France. In France, the most expensive house ever sold. Okay, good. That's nice. 
They really did it up, man. Those like late French kings. I mean, you talk about excessive oh. spending and luxury. Yeah, like nobody like, else. Well, I, I mean, for them the they nerve. Got away with it. Well, they got away with it until they didn't. <laughs> until they came and until chopped mute. their heads off. Right, until I mean, mutiny, basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let that be a warning. No, it's true. <laughs> got to spread the wealth. Got to spread the wealth, folks. Can't live in a castle on a hill. Yeah, let them eat cake. Yep. Um, oh, man, I don't even know where to go with this one, but I, I think this is uh, how I want to ask it. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple uh, <laughs> couple ways to go with this. Okay, do you know the name of the uh, hefty kid in Bad Santa? Man, I haven't seen Bad Santa <laughs> forever. You know what it is? I'm at the state where I got six-year-old, four-year-old, so I did Bad Santa and those Christmas movies for a while, and then now in the last five, six years, I'm like, every time I'm watching that. a cr- Christmas movie, yeah, I can't show up Bad Santa. No. They, they're not even old enough to watch Elf. It's such a great name. How was Bad Santa 2? Has anybody seen that? I I, I don't know. I I think I saw it, but I don't remember. It's still Billy Bob Thornton, right? Yeah, I think so. I I love Billy Bob. He's he's worth watching in anything. Uh, No, I I don't remember the kid's name. Thurman Merman. Mm. Thurman Merman. Tough one. Thurman Merman. But um, people have seen Bad Santa recently. The way I have it is what movie and its sequel feature Thurman Merman? I mean, in a Christmas round, maybe. Right. Right, that's kind of what what I'm figuring. Do you? I'll, I'll hit a two for you. Do you know uh, how Festivus begins? Are you are you a fan of Festivus? <laughs> how it begins? As Festivus. Yes, I do. I think Festivus. I do know this. It's Seinfeld. I'm gonna give credit show. to Seinfeld because I don't consider myself a huge Seinfeld. I'm a huge Curb fan. Oh, I love Curb. But I didn't watch Seinfeld as it came out. And I did. But the stuff is so iconic. That I kind of know it all anyway, even though I, I, I'm hardly what I would call like an expert on it. But it begins with the airing of grievances. Yes! <laughs> yes. It begins, with the, it begins with the airing of the grievances. <laughs> so, like, all year you have all your grievances against <laughs> you each other, and you'll let it out. out. That sounds <laughs> like dinner, a holiday. At the dinner table. That sounds like a holiday. George! <laughs> you are lazy. That's crazy. you are no good. <laughs> it's just the best. I love that one. Oh my god! They have like a pole, a Festivus pole. <laughs> well, right. Instead of the tree, they right. have the pole, the pole, which is great because you know it's easier to decorate. <laughs> it's it's so just, easy. You don't have to pole. go to. <laughs> All right, go forward. So, you know, I'm fascinated by what stuff sells for when it comes to these the kind of one of a kind items and. Always interested in this. I don't know why, but what really is value? Uh, what people will pay for it. So we found the most intact woolly mammoth skeleton. Whoa! And it just sold. Whoa! So I'm going to set the over under at a million dollars for the oh, most intact woolly over. mammoth. You would think by a over. imagine like walking in to a rich guy's house and he's got a woolly, woolly mammoth skeleton. Mammoth. Six hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. What a tragedy. Well, I mean. What a buy. Yeah, but you go, you donate it. That's all you can do with it. What? What do you mean? You, you can set it up in your living room. Hey, you want to go check out the Wooly Mammoth room? Yeah, I mean, there's these vases that wall- sell for millions of dollars. Can you imagine? That are like, yeah, like Brendan Steiner bought it, and he's going to convert it into tiny little pieces of Wooly Mammoth. And <laughs> they sell it to everybody for 20 cube. bucks. <laughs> right. Own a piece, you want a piece of a Wooly Mammoth. Mammoth from 5,000 years ago? 
<laughs> one of the best. Willie Mays, Willie Mammoth. <laughs> one and one. One of the best 50-50 trivia questions we had in a while was when the uh, when the pyramids were being built in Egypt. Sure. Were woolly mammoths still on the earth? Yes. Yes. And that's sort of a crazy thought. I, I, an I, I was not aware of that. Insane thought. Yeah. They they were around. That is we an were... insane thought. Not just a crazy thought. That is. Yeah, because I think in our minds we put that closer dinosaurs. to dinosaurs. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're dinosaurs. It's not closer to dinosaurs. I think of them as dinosaurs. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you a question about my favorite uh, Christmas anything ever. This, right. is my, this is one of my top three favorite movies. I can honestly say that, and it's a Christmas movie. Blinking an eye. All right, let me guess before you even say. Yeah, and now here's the thing: it's not necessarily thought of as a Christmas movie, but a health, a hefty portion of it takes place during the Christmas season, including multiple very, very, very well-known scenes. Die Hard. Nope. But that is th- that would fit the bill. Okay. But they're more like top twenty. Die Hard. Gremlins. Definitely I not. Think All right, I give it's up. a top fifty. <laughs> okay, I haven't. What are the names of the old men who place a bet on Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places? All right, now that you say that, this is one of the best movies of all time. Yes. Okay. Now we're talking top three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For me, I don't know what order my three are in. You know, but like, if I want a comedy, I've always had a strong one and two. Which you is, know, I like Shawshank and Caddyshack right in that mix. I've always gone Caddyshack, Blues Brothers 1 and 2, and then I don't know if Vacation Blues is Blues Brothers three. is top 10. Vacation's top 10. Blues Brothers is a little tough, too, because you can't watch it continuously. No. I can't go back to it. I've seen it I've seen it a handful of times. I've seen enough of it. Yeah, maybe I'd have to rework that top. Stripes for a while was love, up there for me. Love Stripes, but it gets a little long-winded. Yeah, you're right. The end of Stripes is yeah. when they're driving around with that band. Too much. All right, it's so like a whole back other to, movie. Back to it's like the, if it uh, ended after they passed the test and graduated, that'd be great. Of course there's something wrong with them. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 not that long. What, what is it? Mortimer? Yes. And Randolph? Randolph uh, and Mortimer. Yeah. Randolph and Mortimer Duke. The Dukes? The Duke brothers. Oh, thank you. Maybe I'll go to the movies by myself. By myself. Half of that was from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Don Amici. was one of the great actors. Uh, been in a million different things, but uh, God, I love that movie. I love every second of that movie. My favorite Christmas element of that movie is Dan Aykroyd, drunk out of his mind as Santa Claus, stuffing the salmon in his outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, getting on a bus... And that's when he remember he shows up at the pawn shop and asks about the gun. Yeah, is Dan Aykroyd underrated? Yeah. At this point, yeah, we could go as far as Philadelphia he, is worth fifty. But right, I mean, what, what do you think we, of like the great comedy? You know, Chevy Chase and the Bill Murrays, and, and Dan Aykroyd has done enough of these movies where I think he's the watch thing. Maybe because he's more of a dry sense of humor. Uh, the, the watch scene with uh, Trading Places. Remember, we've asked. I think we've asked the question: Who yeah, is we the asked, pawn shop? Yeah, you did ask me that because it's Bo Diddley, right? Which I didn't know until right. you asked me. Bo that. Diddley runs the pawn shop. I, did we ever play? I think so. Yeah, that segment. I'm playing. Yeah, because remember we looked up like where Stad. Right, 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 right. But did I play it or did I just try to imitate it? I think we played it, but whatever. It's here. Burnt my fingers, man. 
I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Man, that watch is so hot. We're smoking. Hot. What? What kind of acting? Do you mean to imply stolen? I'll give you fifty bucks for. Fifty bucks? <laughs> no, no, no. This is a rush. No, no, no. The thinnest water-resistant watch in the world, singularly unique, sculptured in design, handcrafted in Switzerland, and water-resistant to three atmospheres. This is the sports watch of the eighties. Six thousand nine hundred and fifty-five dollars retail. You got a receipt? It tells time simultaneously in Monte Carlo, Beverly Hills, London, Paris, Rome, and Stad. In Philadelphia, it's worth fifty bucks. Just give me the money. Wait, pay off. How much for the gun? <laughs> <laughs> This is a Roche Nouveau. I mean, that is one of the great, like... This uh, is the sports watch of, of the, the 80s. 80s. Yes, the 80s. sports watch of the 80s. It tells time simultaneously in Monte Carlo, Beverly Hills, Paris, London, and Stad. New York and Stad. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's, just a, it's a great movie. All right, good. What decade did 47-year-old Paul Ryan join Congress? What decade did 47-year-old Paul Ryan join Congress? Guy's been in since uh, late 90s. You got it. 1999. Yeah. Yep. I saw that he was thinking about retiring. God bless him. Get out. Well, he was 28. He was like a, you know, a whiz kid, a financial whiz kid. Yeah. So he puts together budgets and such. I mean, you know anybody that's 28? Could you imagine them being in Congress? Trusting them with anything? No. I mean, nowadays, forget it. Oh, my God. I don't even know anybody that's 28 doesn't somewhat live at home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I basically judge people based on, like, what part of your nose is pierced now. Right, at 28. <laughs> do you have just a traditional, right, right. you do can you, still hire somebody? Right. Or do, we, or do you have that center fucking, thing? Are we looking at a bull ring? Oh, my gosh. We were, at the, uh, because it's, we were going to the zoo, like, a month ago, and, and one of my daughters, the woman's like, Oh, look how cute you are. And she's like, why do you have all that metal in your, fa <laughs> in your face? And I was like, okay, come on. Don't ask questions. <laughs> it's expressive. I don't know how that became a thing, but I'm not a fan of it. Uh, what movie features a Phoebe Cates character that hates Christmas, Nick? A Phoebe Cates character that hates Christmas? You know my woman is Phoebe Cates. God, do I love her. You know the backstory on her? <laughs> Who she's married to, anything? <laughs> Is she married to some director type? No, I think she's married to another actor, a very famous actor. Yep. And uh -oh. she has been married to him for a very long time. And in Hollywood years, it's like yeah, dog, they're still it's married? Like dog years. Yeah, I mean, still married. That's probably why I don't know anything about it, because it's never in the news, because they're happily married. She looks even better now than she, like, am amazingly... Than she did. She's just like one of those people that. Why doesn't she still work? She must have invested well. Or he... yeah, I just think that she. I mean, is her husband a very famous guy? Oh, super famous, and and oh, really? And one of my, I think one of the most underrated actors out there, and was in one of my favorite underrated movies about a president ever. Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, you nailed it, boy. Good well, that's job. a great. That's a great president movie. 
Dave. Yeah, that's a great president. It's one of my favorite ever. Yeah. That that kind of made me feel like that's what the American president should be like. Yeah, I wish I wish that, that guy. That was the American president. <laughs> Just that right. guy. Yeah. You know, and Bill Mitchell was the president is impersonating, but yeah, Kevin Yeah, but Klein. he doesn't work a ton. He's done great movies. Oh, though. he's done great movies. We're just saying, like, you know, in the last 10 years, neither of those two have really posted a oh, box no. office. He, he, uh, Kevin Klein hasn't done a movie since two, uh, well, Phoebe Cates hasn't done a movie since 2001. Okay. So that's 16 years. Yeah, but she barely, she just barely does it. She just doesn't work that much. So occasionally, every once in a while. But she met him in 1983. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Well, he was a big star in the 90s. I mean, he did a ton of great movies. And she met him at a audition for The Big Chill. Okay. It's a 1983 movie. So they had a 16-year age gap. All right. So Kevin Klein was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. So ma- what was this question? I'm supposed to be thinking of a Christmas movie with Phoebe yep. Cates in it. That's right. Is it a Christmas movie or it's just a random Thing no, that... it's it's one of the most famous Christmas movies ever, and it's like a top five Christmas movie, and certainly in one genre, the best Christmas movie. Mm. That's why it's interesting, because she did more than just that famous scene in Fast Times, where you get to see her boobs. Well, I know that. I know that she did more you than that. You know, Kevin Klein probably saw that. Was she was like, in a movie I'm called Drop make that woman Dead Fred. Wife. Yes, she that. was. I know that. I yes, do she remember was that. with a fictional friend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that was something. Man, I am not on this Phoebe Cates character at all. So. Nothing? Man, I'm going to have to brush up on my uh, Christmas trivia. I'm, all right. I'm just would, getting would, crushed here. Would it help you if I gave you the... Uh... Oh, my God. No, there's no way he was in this. He was? That's absolutely ludicrous. I feel like I have to be mistaken here. Corey Feldman was in this movie? That seems impossible to me. No, he was. That's unbelievable. It's unfreaking believable. What's unbelievable is Corey Feldman's music career. Uh, All I can tell you is he somehow appeared in this movie. I did not know that. But, uh... I can't tell who the male lead was in this because it's hard to uh, to see through the credits. But um, she was the biggest star. And you're saying this is like one of the top five Christmas movies? Oh, huge movie! I mean, legendary movie, absolutely legendary movie. How is it? That this is just not something I'm. It had a sequel, but like the sequel sucked. Nobody, nobody cares about the sequel. Nothing out of you, huh? No, I got nothing. Let's see. Chris Columbus wrote it. Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates, Hoyt Axton. It's all nothing. Try to read you the uh, characters. Randall Peltzer, Chinese boy, grandfather, Mr. Wing. Nothing. Sheriff Frank, Pete Fontaine, Mr. Anderson, Harry Carey Jr. What? Help me out of my misery. Gremlins. Oh. Gremlins. That's why I mentioned Gremlins earlier. The the plot of Gremlins is it all takes place around Christmas. Sure. Phoebe, Phoebe Cates hates Christmas because her dad died because uh, he tried to come down gotcha. like the chimney. 
gotcha, to surprise gotcha. them, and he got caught, and his neck broke. Gotcha. I remember that now. Yeah. God, that, was <laughs> that was like, that's a good lesson to you, you dads out there that want to surprise your kids. Don't do that. So, nailed you on Gremlins. You got me. All right. All right, let's move up to sports. Sure. I got sports. All right, let me see if you know this one. Who was the oldest quarterback ever to lead the NFL in passing yards for a season? Oldest quarterback ever to lead the NFL in passing yards for a season. Oldest QB ever to lead the NFL in passing yards for a season. You know, God, my, I mean, my gut tells me to say Tom Brady, but I also feel like you wouldn't ask me Tom Brady. That, that's why I don't think I'll, I want to well, say that. Well, you're, you're not that far off. It's under attack because right now Brady, with two games to go, is 140 yards ahead of Ben Roethlisberger in passing yards. So if he finishes out the season at number one, at 40 years old, he'll be the oldest. So that's why the that's why I bring this topic up. Hmm. Brett Favre. That's the, that's a good guess. That's who I would have guessed. Fran Tarkenton. Yeah, thirty eight years old. I thought about it. I I I don't know. I went with Favre. Do I have it written down? No, but it, it it's something like thirty eight hundred yards. I think in that range, maybe not even. Oh wow! But uh, Brady's at four thousand one hundred sixty three yards. That's impressive. So, I mean, it feels like he's doing it in a quiet manner. No, you get that. I feel like with Antonio Brown out, he's a lock for this record because I don't see Big Ben passing for a ton of yards with Antonio Brown out. Right. All right. Uh, so I got a sports question for you. It's not Christmas related. Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield. Where did he start his college career? Oh, I, I don't know. Texas Tech. Oh, okay. Well, how did they blow that? <laughs> um Spent a couple years there. He actually displaced a quarterback named Davis Webb. Yeah, I know, I know Davis Webb. Davis Webb ended up having to transfer and finished at Cal after he left uh, Texas Tech because Baker Mayfield took his job. Okay. And then uh, Mayfield had either some off-the-field try. I think it was school uh, qualification issues. Really? At the same time as they had. Academic? Yeah, academic. At the same time as they had uh, coaching change issues. Uh, I think this might have been. So how old is Baker Mayfield? Probably 24. Is he really? Hmm. Let's see. Baker, Baker Mayfield, born in 95. So. No, he's only 22. 22. Yep. But uh, you know where he's from? Famous Lake Travis High School. You know where Lake Travis is? Texas? It is. Be more specific than Texas. Yeah, <laughs> like Lake Travis. Yeah. Wait, wait, what city is it around? Yeah, Lake Travis. Famous place. Could be Dallas. Austin. Austin. Yep, that's where Jamie's from. So shout out. Uh, all right, what do you got for me? Who did Reggie Jackson win the most World Series with? Who did Reggie Jackson win the most World Series with? What team? The Oakland Athletics. That is correct. Three Pete in the seventies, early seventies. I think people will think the Yankees, Yankees because that's when he, he had his three two. home run game and he won two. He won two, but he won yeah. three with the A's. But he won three with the A's. Yep. So nicely done. 
Thank you. I almost said the angels, but then I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> right now, not the angels. <laughs> there's no, there no angels championships. Silly Drew. So, um, all right. I, I really uh, am out of sports stuff. I only have more holiday trivia. Okay. I'll uh, give you one more sports yeah, thing, yeah, and please. then we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Please. Uh, the Hall of Fame awards the Ford Frick, or, uh, you know, the Ford Frick Award Ford from, Frick. From, from the Hall of Fame is given to people in what profession? Coaching? Broadcasting. Broadcasting. Oh, interesting. Okay. And this this caught me because Bob Costas is the 2018 recipient. Can you imagine he hasn't won this award already? He's like 153 years old. <laughs> I mean, Vince Coley won this thing in like 82, and Costas is getting it in, in 2018. Vince Coley. Oh, my God. Yeah, they have to award somebody different every year, or else it would just be called the Vince Scully Award. They, right. they got it. I don't know who Ford change it up. Has Ford Bob... Frick might have been the commissioner at the time of something, but they've got to rename this the Vince Scully Award. Maybe I'll throw this in the sports round this week, since uh, just fishing for a sports question. Who is the longtime announcer of the Milwaukee Brewers? Euchre? Bob Euchre. He's won it. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, he's he's won it. He's the best. You ever hear Artie Lang tell stories about it's his time with the Euchre? greatest? The um. What do they call that spit button? The cough button. The cough button. Oh, there's two on, there's two outs, and look at the games on that girl. <laughs> it goes right back to He would never survive. It's amazing. Like, some guys are, like, bulletproof. You know, it's funny because Rappaport calls them, like, stickmen. Like, the stickmen have a way of, like, you know, not not attracting bad attention for their behavior. Right, like, like Burgess Meredith. Leaves, right, right. Like Derek Jeter. It's great stick man. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, he has a long wake and nobody says a word. Right. You right. know what I mean? That's the key. But, like, you get a Harvey Weinstein and it's like the opposite of a stick man. Yeah. It's like just a leech. Yeah. All right. A creep. Yep. All right, so we'll go to geography history then. Please. Continental U.S. What state reaches furthest west? Or the lower 48, as they call it, which I don't understand why it's the lower 48, because isn't Hawaii south? Sure. Makes no sense. I was more of a fan of the, the continental U.S. When describing the 48 states, the contiguous. You could do a trivia question on how many different names are there for the 48 states. I mean, my natural guess says Washington. You're right. Okay, Washington, good. furthest west. I, I hope. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know how like Buffalo and Miami. Sure. You know, I, I was like, I hope. I, right. I just, does Oregon jut out and then it comes back in? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, is is there some sort of? Yeah, because California goes about. out and then Oregon, yeah, but then that, that, Washington goes all the way. Up. That was just my my thoughts. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. The writer of the Nutcracker was from what country? Uh, this I know. Okay. Russia. Yes. And who was it? It's one of the great names in uh, ever. Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. <laughs> Peter Ilich Tchaikovsky. Peter Ilich Tchaikovsky. Yes, a Russian composer. You ever seen a Nutcracker? Nutcracker's awesome. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You're a fan, huh? Absolutely. Well, I, I like the a, music a lot. I went when I was a kid. Yeah. And it was, like, awe-inspiring as a kid, but I'm good. <laughs> you don't need to go back? No. I'll, I'll go with Ava. I would take her. I take my kid. I got a good buddy I think I of mine who I, I know listens to this. Who goes every year. Yeah. Well, I can't do that. Him, that his wife, gonna... three daughters, every year. That ain't gonna happen to me. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Good for you though. <laughs> Traditions, keep them up. Love it. Just I went once. I got like once a decade. 
Well, it was once. <laughs> yeah, well, so we went up and, and saw it in Philly, and uh, I remember it started, at, I want to say, like, 1 o'clock, and it was this time of year, so you're talking, like, week 16, Packers, Bears for the NFC North. It was like it was like that kind of game, and, oh, my gosh, it was tor- torture. Tor- torturous. <laughs> Torture. Okay, uh, here you go. More famous for their White Castle, who got a Christmas movie in 2011? More famous for their white ca- oh Harold and Kumar. Yes, <laughs> going, uh, they did a Christmas movie. They did. I gotta watch. I love that first. Well, the first one was the White yeah, Castle. Neil Patrick Harris oh, is the greatest. It was a great movie. Did that like rejuvenate his career? Sure did. Is that before How I Met Your Mother? Absolutely. Because he was it led to everything. He was he Doogie was Doogie Hauser, Hauser, and then he was uh, and then he was everywhere. And, right, and it started with that. And the first thing I think I saw him back in was that White Castle movie. It was the first thing America saw him back okay. in. What a what a it's like. It a, was a lot like Bob Saget in Honorage. Okay, like, I was thinking like of Travolta totally, in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but I'm saying in terms of like a guy breaking out of the character that you associate him with oh, in a right, huge right, way. Right, right, Travolta right. was just playing character. He, if anything, the guy he played. Every guy he's played has been Travolta, right? But but like this, with Neil Patrick Harris is like talking about doing drugs in the back of the car and like you know, er- blowing er- lines off of strippers' asses. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Just uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to keep it uh, PG there, but yeah, you know, Christmas episode. But we're we're, we're beyond PG. At I this guess. Point with All this. right, go ahead. Well, ever since you played Rappaport's rant when they drafted Porzingis, you we you <laughs> we can get we can move beyond the PG, right? Love your rap. I got one, and I think this is tough, but we'll see. Which two U.S. presidents were impeached? Which two U.S. presidents? Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton. Yeah, you got it. I feel like people think Nixon was impeached. He was not. And Bill Clinton, right, exactly. He was going to get impeached, and he resigned ahead of it. Right. And then Clinton was impeached, yet he got to finish out his term. Yeah, he got cleared. Just because you're impeached doesn't mean they vote to remove you. It just means they go to a vote. Oh, I thought, so, then how do you get impeached? There has to be some process for impeachment. There is. To even vote on impeach, to even vote to impeach a president is its own thing. But then once you impeach a president, you go through a process to try to remove him. And I think that's a separate process. than the Oh, it's government. like getting arraigned and then going to trial? There you go. <laughs> okay. Something along those lines. All right. So you took care of that pretty easily. Uh, all right. Let's see what we got. Uh uh, I had a couple of really uh this was my favorite Christmas song. I'm curious if you knew anything about it. Like do they know it's Christmas? You know that song? Nineteen eighty four. Yeah, Band Aid, right? Um Yeah, it's Band Aid. Is it Band Aid? I think it was a precursor for Live Aid. Uh what's that guy? Geldof? Right. I think I do know a little bit, bit about this. So I think Geldof started with Band Aid and they put that Christmas song together to raise money for Africa and like, you know, hunger relief in Africa and then they had so much success with it There's that he went There's a lot of people on this thing. Right. Well, remember We Are the World for Live Aid? Yep. I think this was the, sort of the precursor for that entire endeavor. But it's like there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas. Okay. So you're on to it. So here's the question. What was this for? What did this raise money for? For Hunger. There you go. Yeah, famine. Yeah. That was yeah, the cause. famine relief, yeah. Yep, famine relief. Like I say, this was the precursor for Live Aid. Yep. This is a good one, man. 
Oh, yeah. Who's that? George Michael. That's totally oh, George boy, Michael. that would have been tough for me to get. See if you can name him. <laughs> That's the guy from... Uh, Duran Duran. Uh, yeah, that's them. So was it Gildoff to put this yeah, together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bob Gildoff and Mitch Ray. Here's Bono. Right, Bono's the yep. one that stands out to yep. me. Yep. There you go. Yep. Are we going to let Bono do that line? I, I shouldn't like this song as much as I do because it's sad. But at the same time, I don't know. I think this is the best Christmas song. It's my favorite one. I listen to it anytime it comes on. I don't care. Well, I have a second favorite, though. You'll get to that. Got to get to the payoff, dude. Is that really my part? That's the part you're giving me? Yeah, like the end of the great build-up. Yes, boy, George, that's your part. I got to get to my favorite part at the end. I like like the whole chorus here. Feed the world. world. So that's the whole... There you go. All right, what else you got for me? What James Bond movie title was inspired by an ad slogan? James Bond movie title inspired by an ad slogan. License to kill. Golden eye. This is not one of the top Bond films when they talk about the... The all-timers. It's not in the... Uh, I'm trying to think. Every James mix. Bond movie I know. Every James Bond movie I know. Um, Casino Royale. Uh, I could give you the company that it was a slogan for. Aston Martin? Nope. The Bears. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. Yeah. That was an ad slogan for the 40s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, As soon as you said the Bears, that's, (laughs) yes. I might have gotten there. The Thieves. That's a pretty good theme song, too. Oh, yeah. We need a Quizzo intro, a Bond intro, if we ever get to Yeah, we'll do a Bond Bond one, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's, that's a whole show. There's a new Bond coming sooner sooner than later. Uh, all right. Let's I see. like what vegetable shares his name with the producer of the uh, Bond movies. You, you know, it's like no broccoli. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Elmo and Patsy are famous for what disturbing holiday song, Nick? Oh no! Did you say Elmo? Elmo and Patsy. What disturbing? 
Is it Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Yes. Uh, I thought that was a duet. <laughs> yes. That is absolutely fantastic. Have you ever... So you obviously know this this gem over oh, yeah. here. Yeah. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from How'd our this become a thing? Is it a thing? I don't know. I mean, no is this still a thing? Have I heard this? I think I actually, you know, I think I did hear this this year. That's a funny song, man. I don't know. But, yeah. me, but as for me and Grandma, we believe. <laughs> oh, me and Grandpa. As for me and Grandpa. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Because Grandma got run over. Yeah, Grandma's not there anymore. But do you think there's like some secret meaning here? Like, the, are they trying to knock Grandma off? Who, Elmer? You think Elmer? I was just saying, like, was Grandpa behind it? And he's like, no, man, she got run over by a reindeer. They're like, I don't know, Grandpa. That seems like a very strange story. Oh, right, imagine going to the cops. Where's Grandma? You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it, guys. Run over by a reindeer. Christmas Eve, reindeer. Just reindeer. I think you're on to something. That's what I'm saying. I think we might need to take a second look at Grandpa. That's what I'm saying. There's something in this. You got some life insurance on Grandma? Right. You got anything else before we finish this Quizzo Trivia Podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I got something. Let's see. Okay, North American box office, largest opening weekends all time, 10 points each. In the North American box office, give me the two largest opening weekends all time, 10 points each. Star Wars. Well, that's like saying uh, Harry Potter. There's there's many Star Wars. Uh, You're talking about 1977? Star Wars, the Star Star Wars uh, freaking uh, Last Jedi. Number two on the list. Thank you, because you're not going to ask that question. It just inspired it, so you got number two. I thought it would go. I thought it was going to end up being number one. Force Awakens. You got it. Twenty points. I love it. It is amazing. People love Star Wars. You want to give me one more? You give me one more because then I'm going to end the show so we can get out of here on a high note. I I just think this is hilarious. So I'll end with this. Okay. Who was the first black woman to receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes? Now this is the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Golden Globes. It's called the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Sure. Well, this year, we're going to have the first black woman to oh, ever no. receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes. Oprah? Yes, Oprah. Was she one movie? Like, I mean, what was it? Like, pull up her IMDb. Because it's like, is she, was she a supporting uh, in actress? Like the in the 80s. <laughs> no, she was, like, she was in uh, The Color Purple. In the 80s? And that's it. That's, did she do anything say, else? I know, I don't know. I mean, how is she... Getting this award, <laughs> but anyway, because she's Oprah. Uh, uh, just you know, you don't question Oprah. Uh, we love you, Oprah. No. So no, we're Nick. This is uh, in addition to a soccer team for Atlantic City. This is my Christmas gift to you to enjoy the holiday season with. We'll see you guys before the New Year edition of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, last one of the year coming up next week. Get home safe, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.
Yeah. <laughs>